the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, it's The Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships. Jade Washaw, Ramsey Personality, is my co-host today. 888-825-5225 is the phone number. Jet is in Phoenix. Hi, Jet. Welcome to The Ramsey Show. Hi. How you doing, Dave? Better than I deserve. What's up? Hey, not much. Hey, we've been doing all the baby steps, gosh, as long as I can remember. I'm 25 now. The only one we're not on is step six um, because we don't have a home. I recently got married and kind of told my wife we're going to rent for a couple of years, save some money to put a down payment on a house and waive the PMI. Uh, Been very blessed recently. She got a new job. I got a huge new job. And our household income has doubled, if not tripled right now. Way to go. Way to go. It's a blessing. It really is a blessing. Um, but my question for you, you know, we were looking in the house range of three hundred, four hundred thousand dollars $400,000. And now with this huge promotion, we have our lease ending in two months. Do we sign another lease, save up another, you know, hundred, two hundred thousand dollars $200,000, and now jump into the housing range of seven hundred to eight hundred, and see what the interests are doing? Um, and, and so I just don't know, hey, is it better to just get in the housing market now, get a three hundred, four hundred $400,000 house, or wait another year? where you can put 20, 25, 30% down on a house and get a bigger house that we've been wanting that we're going to fill children with and our dog will finally have a yard. It's kind of the question that I have for you, kind of the housing market and what you see happening. I don't think either plan is bad. I think it's okay. just a matter of personal preference. Mm-hmm. Right. So you buy the 300, what's going to happen is in two years you're going to sell it and move up. Yeah. Which is fine. You'll make money on it. You'll make money. I mean, Phoenix is a wonderful market. Mm -hmm. It Um, is. I'm competing with a lot of people coming to Phoenix from the West. eh, You'll be all right. They have a lot more money than I do. You'll be all right. You're 25. Did you say you you already have kids or you will have kids? Well, we're we're starting to look to have kids. Um, If the Lord provides that, then awesome. But I really want to get a house. She really wants to get a house before we start trying to have kids. Um, That's fine. Yeah. The, the little ones don't take up much room, so <laughs> especially in the beginning, they're no, like this they big. Don't. Yeah, they're tiny. <laughs> so when they come out, they're little. So. Yeah. The only thing I thought of off the top is just moving is a pain in the butt. So you're thinking, right. okay, I'm moving from this house to that house, and then that house to the next house. Moving is a pain. It's kind of expensive. That was the first thought I had. But I, am, then, I am not afraid to rent for a year longer mm-hmm. and call that patience. I'm not afraid to do that if I'm you. Mm-hmm. I have done that. So I know I'm not afraid to do it. Okay. I'm also not afraid to jump in, buy something, and, um, you know, plan on flipping it, flipping out of it, and moving up a notch two or three years from now. Mm. So either one is fine. It's a matter of whether you, like Jade said, I hate moving, but Me too. I mean, I grew up with a real estate, my parents' real estate business. Our, when I was a kid, our furniture was trained to jump on the truck. So, um, <laughs> You know, we moved all the time, right? So it was just part of it. Real estate people trade houses like nothing. So, um, you know, uh, you can do that. Or if you hate moving and you really want to just sit there and go, I got this very specific thing. What does your wife want to do? You know, listening to you guys, especially the last segment, she's very trusting in me in this situation. Um, we've, We've been, we don't mind the renting. Um, we would love to be in the house. She's ready to be in the house. I'm ready to be in the house. Of these two choices, what does your hard. wife want to do? <laughs> I, she's, I don't, I really think that she's fine either way. I think she's ready to get into a house. 
is where I think uh, she is not telling me that she is. Why don't you ask her? Oh, I have. She's like, Jet, whatever you want to do. I know. That's not an answer. Ask her to pick. Yeah. Whatever you want to do is I'm going to bring it up later if you do it wrong. I don't want to go with that one. Okay. No, whatever, right, whatever right. I want to do is what, what I want to do is I want you to say it out loud and then we'll discuss whether we do what you want to do. Let's that's okay. Mm. You know, I mean, ask her because okay. I mean, when I get Sharon actually doing that called talking the problem through, mm-hmm. uh, that's when I get gold in the relationship and I get gold in the financial wisdom of working together as a married couple but yeah yeah she was the worst in the first seven years we were married man she's like whatever you want to do honey which is southern for later i'm gonna kill you you know i mean it's like (laughs) whatever you want to do honey you know it's like oh god you're killing me with this passive aggressive stuff right so but yeah but that was the first seven years of our marriage and then i went and did some i went and did whatever i wanted to do you did i I thought she meant it she didn't mean it i found out later it's like you know What's wrong with you? Nothing. See, she didn't mean that either. There was something, you know, that's why you threw a pan across that dad gun thing. Anyway, all right. Jacob is with us. Jacob is in Nashville. Hi, Jacob. How are you? Hey, I'm doing fantastic. How are you guys? We're having way too much fun and mm-hmm. getting paid. What's up? <laughs> that's great to hear. Hey, uh, I'm a longtime listener, and this is my first time talking to you. And um, I have uh, heard you guys discuss this with folks that are a little older than me. Um, but I'm in my in my twenties, and I'm asking about uh, buying a toy, uh, specifically a, a a play car. Cool. Um, what is it? And just a well, I, I I haven't ironed it down yet, but I like muscle cars. Yeah. You know, like which one? Like what's your Camaro, favorite too? What's your favorite too? Uh, either Mustang or Camaro. Not necessarily a Ford or a Chevy guy. Um, like a sixties vintage. One I like better. Or 70s? I, I'm more newer. Uh, new, newer. Um, oh, I, like I, new like Camaros. A, okay. A new, yes. Oh. Yeah, like a 5.0 or, yeah. Oh, new, wow. New okay, cool. Ooh. All right. Yeah, so yeah. what's that What's that thing run? How much? You know, I, 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 buying used, not new, and um, thinking in the 30 to 40 range. Okay. And and what do you make? So uh, I'm married, household income, no kids. Uh, we're between 150 and 200 a year. Okay. And how much money do you have? Uh, 40, right at 40, um, uh, for the past four or five years, uh, you have $40,000. Uh, yes, sir. That's cash. all the money you have in the world. Oh, no, 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 sir. No, just, <laughs> Ooh, just set aside for the car. I said, how much money do you have? Not, not for the car total. How much money do you have? Okay. Um, probably between 80 and 90. Is that including an emergency fund? Like, do you have, do you have three to six months of emergency set aside? Yes, so that's that includes the emergency fund, and then we've got a little extra liquid cash, and then I have a car fund that has forty thousand in it. Got it. Okay. Number one rule for toys is pay cash. Okay. Yes, sir. Yeah, and, toys. And they, they don't matter. It, Number two rule is I use the burn it in the middle of the living room floor rule. Okay. If I take that much sure. money and I burn it in the fireplace tonight, forty thousand dollars. I'm going to burn it in the fireplace. Does my life change? In your case, I mean, I'll, that, that would be an ouchie. That would hurt. If, yes, you've, if you've got $100 million, it's not an ouchie. Mm-hmm. Right? You don't notice. It's like buying a biscuit. Yeah. Right? For sure. So that's the rule I use. I, I, think you're, I don't think yours passes that test. 
I think I think it'd take your breath away if you burned up 40k. And that you because that's what you, I mean. That's what a toy is. You just just poof. poof. Yeah. And the money's not gone. You can sell the car again. I don't mean that, but it, it that tells you if you're putting too much money in uh, things that don't matter. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I think you're over the line on that. That's what it smells like to me. You do what you want to do, but that's how I measure it. Hey, listen up. When we invest, most of us have no idea where our money is going. But the reality is your investments could be funding social and cultural causes that you would never choose to support. With Timothy Plan, you can avoid putting your hard-earned money into things you don't approve of and invest in companies that line up with your values. With Timothy Plan's pro-life, pro-family filter, you can invest with moral responsibility while going after competitive returns. So while it's still true that you can't serve God and money, you can make your money serve your values. Contact your financial advisor today to see if Timothy Plan is right for you. Visit timothyplan.com for more information. Investing includes risk, including possible loss of principal. Before investing, carefully consider a fund's investment objective, risks, charges, and expenses contained in the prospectus available at timothyplan.com. Read carefully before investing. Mutual funds distributed by Timothy Partners, LTD, and ETFs distributed by Foresight Fund Services, LSC. Jade Washall, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today. Gray's with us in Cookville, Tennessee. Hi, Gray. How are you? Hey, guys. It's a pleasure to speak with you. How are you? Better than I deserve. How can we help? Good. Uh, so about a month ago, uh, I learned that uh, my mom actually passed away uh, suddenly. And, oh, I'm um, sorry. Uh, is, but my, my dad's still alive, so uh, I've never had to be in this situation before. Uh, I'm the oldest brother of two, and um, so I'm kind of taking care of everything. Um, she has a car uh, that still has uh, a loan on it, uh, and I Kelly Blue Book the value. Uh, she's upside down in it, so um, I still have possession of the car, but um, I'm kind of lost uh, as to where to go from here okay, uh, she stop, has stop some a other second. Debt. i'm sorry okay how, how old was your mom she was 50 54 i'm sorry i'm sorry what happened to her um don't really know i just kind of uh, they found her found her asleep mm. okay and uh, she and your dad aren't together correct okay so she was a single lady divorced and you're her mm-hmm. you're her oldest son, and so you'll be taking care of the estate, but there was no will. Correct. And she doesn't have a lot. The car was pretty much the only major asset that she had up in okay. just some small accounts here and there, so no property or anything okay. like that. Um, all right. Here, here's the thing. When you pass away, what you own stands good for what you owe. What assets minus liabilities is called net worth with what you've described to me. The car is upside down more than all the other things that your mom owned. So she had a negative net worth. Does that make sense? Yeah, I I haven't gotten uh, any information on any accounts that she has as far as death benefits, uh, life insurance or anything like that. Life insurance is not included in the equation. Okay, gotcha. But, the, but I mean, so the, what is owed on the car? Uh, about 12000 And w- what is it worth? About uh, 9 or 10 Okay, so it's $3,000 upside down, we'll say. Okay. Does she have more than $3,000 of assets anywhere else in accounts or anything else? 
do you think? Uh, no. I don't think not. she does either. It, it would be close if so. Yeah, I don't think she does either. So here, here's the thing. You don't have an estate to settle. You do not owe any money. Her estate has to stand good for what she has. And so there's not. if there was a $10,000 CD before you could put that in you or your brother's pockets, you'd have to cover the deficit on the car, the hole in the car. But there's not a $10,000 CD. So what this means is the bank gets the car, and that's all they get. So call them and tell them to come get it and give them a copy of the death certificate. You can order that from the state. And it takes about two weeks to get the death certificate in, but you can just tell them what's going on. Okay. There's no will. The lady died without a will. That means intestate without a will in the state of Tennessee, which is where you are. And there's no assets. She doesn't have anything. And so you can have the car. You need to take the car back folks, because it's all you're going to get. And no one is going to pay you the balance on the loan different because no one is liable. Okay. So is it is it a local bank or do you know? Um, I think it's, uh, I think, uh, no, it's not. It's corporate. Okay. All right. I just holler at, try to, try to get a phone number on them, tell them what's going on say, I'm trying to do the honorable thing. How's the easiest way I can get you the car? Because there's no assets in this estate. There's no estate going to be probated. There is zero. And so, but I, but no one's going to pay for the car. No one pays $12,000 for a $9,000 car. So mm-hmm. you guys need to come get it. You're not liable for it. You understand me, Gray? Mm-hmm. I understand. Okay. You don't pay. You do not pay a payment. Do not pay any insurance. Do not renew the tags. Do not put any of your money in this black hole. Whatever money you put into this is gone. Don't do it. Just tell them to come get the car. And 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 you know if they want some help, it just to make it easy, we'll get them a copy of the death certificate mm-hmm. so they know what's going on. But that's all there is. Don't. But you don't need to hire an attorney. You don't need to do anything. It's just done. It's sad. I'm so sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. The bad, that's the bad news. The good news is you don't have to do anything. Yeah. There's no big rigmarole. You know, there's no big probate court hearing and trying to figure it out with your brothers because there's $6,000 we have to try to figure out how to split up or something. Good Lord. Thank mm-hmm. you. You would have spent almost almost you spent more time on that than it was worth because the it's great news mm-hmm. that, that there's nothing you have to do except just get you know get rid of the car and let the people know where they can come get it and please don't spend any of your money on this Mm -hmm. you are under no moral or legal or financial obligation to take care of any of this you're letting the folks that have the car loan know where the car is is a courtesy on your part Mm -hmm. and that's the extent of it otherwise if he did not do that they would have to basically track this down on their own yeah they just have to come try to find the car but yeah. it's going to be sitting somewhere where the tires go down yeah. and, and somebody's going to tow it and it's going to end up in yeah. some impound lot or whatever i mean it's just going to disappear into the ether you know mm-hmm. in, uh, into the nothingness that is our world yeah but yeah um That's sad. so yeah it's horrible yeah so it's really good folks for you to remember out there if um you're dealing with an estate uh, because people get this stuff screwed up all the time. Like dad had credit cards in his name. You're not liable yeah, for those. People think they have to pay for it. Yeah. You're not liable for those, but he had a paid for $60,000 car. Oh, That'll well now, now the car has to be sold to pay the credit cards. Mm-hmm. Oh, we want to keep the car. Well, then you're going to pay, the, then you're going <laughs> right. to pay the credit cards 
because the assets have to stand good for the debts. That's how that works. You can't just take the assets and let the debts be. You mm-hmm. can't. You know, it's not how it works. Mm-hmm. But in his, in Gray's case, there's just not any, not enough assets to cover the debts. Yeah, that's the whole process. So, ouch. That's tough. Ouch. Wow. All right, Adam is in San Antonio. Hi, Adam. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hey, Dave. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. What's up? So. I've got a little bit of land, and I'm looking to put some light industrial space on it. Uh, you know, those garage doors you roll up and a small office space inside of it. Love it. Um, just, right now, uh, I've got a total of 225000 to 230000 uh, broken down. That's forty k in cash, one hundred thirty k in taxable non-retirement investments, and fifty five in Roth. My question is, do I cash out the taxable non-retirement, or do I sell my house to be able to pay for this construction to go into place because my mentality is the housing market went up in 2022 i'm sitting on a 3.75 percent interest rate i don't think we're going to have a giant jump in rates and homes anytime soon but my accounts they're still not where they have peaked back uh about a year ago mm-hmm. so i still think there's some upward mobility on that so yeah. just looking for your insight you don't sell your personal residence to do investing Okay, I mean, I'm a single guy, so an apartment wouldn't break me. Uh, I know, but, but I, you're being you're you're pushing it too far. You, you, okay. keep, you need to keep your investments separate from your just because you're single doesn't mean you don't need to keep your investments separate from your personal. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, yeah, I mean, you could build an apartment over the top of one of those roll ups and go live in it. That's a cool yeah. idea if you want to do that. But I wouldn't do that. No, I wouldn't either. Uh, I I would just. Uh, uh, I mean, you you can put up a building for 140. No, no, I've got the other cash, and then um, I've got some funds for this. I'm sorry, um, you just told us all the funds you had. I've got another investor getting in on it. This is my house. Mm. Okay, no, this is different. You own the ground. You don't need a partner. Slow no. your butt down. You are you are going at a hundred miles an hour. And you're gonna run in the wall, man. Slow down. Slow down. It's okay. You got plenty of time. How old are you? 32. Yeah. Yes. You're going to be okay. You're going to be okay. Yeah. So what's it take to build the building? Uh, uh, I was going to phase it. And so we were going to do. What's phase uh, one? Phase one is going to be one building, five units um, with a slab. How much? And then a single road getting to it. So about. uh, You're not ready. You're not, you're not ready. You're not ready. You don't know your numbers either, so that's another reason you're not ready. No, you don't bring in partners. The only ship that won't sell is a partnership. You're going to get yourself in a mess, dude. Don't do that. Slow down. Don't sell your house. you got time to do this. Do it right. Hey, guys, it's Rachel Cruz here to tell you about a faith-based alternative to health insurance that can make health care more affordable. Christian Healthcare Ministries. CHM allows members to share each other's healthcare costs, and it's as easy as one, two, three. Step one, choose the healthcare provider you want. Step two, submit your eligible bills. And step three, get reimbursed. CHM members take care of your eligible medical bills. With no network and the freedom to choose your healthcare provider, CHM is the best option for Christians who want to take care of their families and help other believers. Find out more at chministries.org slash budget. That's chministries.org slash budget. 
Jade Washaw, Ramsey Personality, is my co-host today. If you didn't know, you can come and watch the show happen. We're on the air from 1 to 4 Central Time every day. Our lobby is a fun experience. You get to see a lot of cool Ramsey things. And those of you that are plugged into this stuff, there's a great bookstore. There's free homemade chocolate chip cookies and free coffee. Yum. Yum, yum. And see, if you people don't come visit, Jade and I have to eat all those cookies. It's a rule. So, yeah, and it's completely free. A lot of folks, uh, while they're doing some kind of drive through or by Nashville, put us on one of their stops. Thank you for doing that. We get to meet all of you, come out and take a picture with you, and all that kind of stuff. In the lobby, also, right across the glass from Jade and I, we're looking at these beautiful people. Grant and Christine are with us, standing on the debt free stage, which can only mean one thing. They're debt-free. Wahoo! Welcome, yes. guys. <laughs> welcome. Good to have you. Where do y'all live? St. Louis, Missouri. Oh, fun. Cool. Well, welcome to Nashville. And how much debt have you two guys paid off? 288000 yeah. Love it. How long did that take? About 10 years. Good for you. And your range of income during that time? Um, we started out at about 100 um, and we're at 160 this year. All Good right. for you. What do you guys do for a living? I'm a nurse practitioner. Mm-hmm. And I'm a psychotherapist ah, in private ah. practice. Very cool. 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 Very cool. And 10 years, 288000 Is that your house? Yes, indeed. <laughs> yeah. Looking at weird people. <laughs> Knocked out the big dog. What's the house worth? About 240 About 240 okay. So the 288 included more than just the house. Okay, yeah. we'll come back to that. And how much is in your nest egg? About $1.4 million. Nice. Eight meeting come millionaire. <laughs> Look at you, baby step millionaire. <laughs> yes, indeed. You said it with such a straight face, too. <laughs> oh, she's, she's very calculated. She's been calculating. Uh-huh. Yeah, Grant, he's dancing around, yeah. but she's been calculating. All right. Uh-huh. Very yeah. awesome. Man. Yeah. Way to go, guys. She's yes, a free indeed. spirit with a calculator. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So uh, how much of this money did y'all inherit, by the way? None. None. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you're worth $1.4 mm-hmm. No, plus the house. Mm-hmm. Or that's a total. That's a total. Total net worth, including the house. All right. Very good. So uh, what was the rest of the debt? We had 168,000 in consumer debt. About 110 of it was um, the house. Your student loan first. Yeah. Our Mm. student loans. And then a lot of stupid with credit Mm. cards and cars. Mm. Yeah. We've all done stupid. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's what keeps me in business. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you very much. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, you guys, you're fun. All right. So what started this whole journey and how did you get connected to this Ramsey stuff a decade ago? Well, we went, we were at church and in the bulletin it said Financial Peace University. And so I thought, because our church's name is Peace, I thought it was the pastor offering it. Mm-hmm. So we went over there and it was, you jumped out on stage on the videos <laughs> like this is not what I thought it was. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah, it's not what I thought it was going to be. <laughs> I went in kicking and screaming. You oh, know, did you? Your line of you know, I saw the heel marks in the parking lot. Yeah, that was me. <laughs> that was you. <laughs> All right, guy's going to be a stuffed shirt sitting in front of a wall of law books or something like that. You know, suit and tie. And when you came out in jeans and a shirt, and I was like, okay, this might be okay. Ah, okay. <laughs> I like this guy. All right. All right. Well, I used to come out stuffed shirt, but I learned the lesson over the years that it's not very relatable. So uh, <laughs> I, qu- I quit doing the stuffed shirt thing. I didn't like it anyway. So, yeah. All right. So how far into the lessons, Grant? I mean, what lesson were you on? You went, I think this is going to be okay. Because it wasn't just the jeans at the front. I mean, come on. You, you still were sitting there with your arms crossed. But what, what the first lesson gets you, or you did a couple more in, or what? Absolutely. I remember tearing up when I saw the uh, the gazelle. 
you know, you got to run, you got to mm-hmm. run, you know, and just that feeling of that's that's what it takes. You know, mm-hmm. you, you are literally mm-hmm. running for your life. Yeah. And when that hit, when we had all this student loan debt, we both have graduate degrees, and uh, you know, that that was when it really got real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, you're in the psychology world. I mean, the, the psychi- uh, what I mean, psychotherapy. You know that transformation does not occur without a visceral experience true yeah it require it is it's not an intellectual i think i want to transform no i mean you got there's stuff has to break you know mm-hmm. and you see it all the time i'm sure in your in your practice so but you guys did it i'm so proud of y'all thank you way to go heroes yes, how's it feel to have no debt of any kind it's phenomenal absolutely <laughs> fantastic absolutely fantastic i love it so what oh. was your first what was your first act after paying off the mortgage, after doing it? What did you do to celebrate? What was that moment? We're here. <laughs> this is it. This is pretty much it, yeah. Okay, now you yeah. got to upgrade. What yeah. are you going to do that's cool now? Well, now we have a whole bucket list going. Okay, oh, well, yeah. what's the first thing on the bucket list? I would love to do an Alaskan cruise. Ooh, oh, yes, ma'am. We got some Alaska people sitting here, yeah. Yes. Well, they'll tell you. I've that's done a great. couple of them, and uh, I'll tell you, put the train ride over to Denali and hang out at Denali a couple days yeah. and okay. go up on the glaciers. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. even better than the cruising. Love did, it. We did that on our last one. It's a little expensive, but you got the money. Yes, that's right. That's right. That's right. Ooh, I'm excited. That's fun. Very cool. Very cool. I don't think they call it Denali. I don't. Anyway, I don't forget. But yeah, it's do whatever. It. It's I, I can't keep that stuff straight. But way to go, guys. Way to go. What do you tell people the key to getting out of debt is? I mean, you kept at this 10 years. You did this the appropriate way. Yeah. The first four were really intense. Mm-hmm. And then, like you say, we went intentional with investing and paying off the house mm-hmm. yeah what's the keys to getting out of debt planning mm-hmm. talking mm-hmm. to each other have to be on the same team mm-hmm. yeah. yeah it's our money mm-hmm. and going through word. financial peace university made you get that connected up then yeah and then we facilitating it a, a more than a dozen times oh wow I yeah, did you it. can't wow, not you do it if out. you're the facilitator <laughs> i did i brought it into my practice one time and made the mistake of putting it on facebook and stuff like that we had people on the stairway we had, wow. we had to bring in extra chairs and stuff like that so it's like oh maybe we probably should find a bigger venue to do this <laughs> if we're going to do this like this again wow, wow. very and, cool that's very cool and when you coordinate it it's motivating for you as well right i mean there's oh, something about that absolutely it really reminds you of all the details that are important. Yeah. And every time you come back to host a new class, you're further ahead, too. So it's like you get to see your progress over and over. Yeah. That's wonderful. So good, guys. Way to go. Seeing that light bulb come on for people when they're like, ooh, I can do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who was cheering you on outside the two of you? Mm-hmm. Lots of family and friends um, mm-hmm. were a little bit naysayers, but they like, you know, when she sets her mind to anything, she's going to do it. So yeah. they, they knew uh, I didn't have a choice. They're like, watch, <laughs> watch, watch Christine's dust. Exactly. Here we go. Exactly. And our yeah. grandson, Gavin, uh, when we would be driving him around to get him to take a nap, he's in the backseat out cold. And at the end of the death free scream, you'd see him come alive from the backseat. Yeah. 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 So just remembering that's that face on a two-year-old. That's so perfect. Oh, that's great. Way to go, you guys. Hey, we've got the live and give box for you. It's got the Baby Steps Millionaires book in it, uh, which you guys are there. Way to go. Ding, ding. Baby Steps Millionaires. I love it. And, of course, the uh, Total Money Makeover book as well. You'll be able to give that to one of the folks that needs some help that you'll run into. Mm-hmm. And a Financial Peace University membership, also something you'll probably give away, I suspect. But that's the Live and Give box. And uh, our way of saying thanks and, and saying we're proud of you. 
Mm-hmm. Very cool. Look at you, man. You just did it. You just did it. That's so fun. How old are you two? I will be 65 next summer. All right. And she's not. She, okay. <laughs> That's a great answer. She's not even 60 yet. So. That's a great answer. Well played. Well played. You got me out of that. Grant and Christine, St. Louis, Missouri, 288000 paid off in 10 years, making 100 to 160 Baby step millionaire in it. Did it, baby. Count it down. Let's hear a debt-free scream. Go ahead. Three, two, one. We're debt-free! That's how that happened. I just (laughs) saw it. Love it. Wow, I love that story. This is the Ramsey Show. Our scripture of the day, Isaiah 58, 11, the Lord will guide you always. He will satisfy your needs in a sun-scorched land and will strengthen your frame. You will be like a well-watered garden, like a spring whose waters never fail. Mary Kay Ash says, for every failure, there's an alternative course of action. You just have to find it. When you come to a roadblock, take a detour. I'm in. Uh, Angelo is with us in Fairbanks, Alaska. Hi, Angelo. How are you? I'm doing great. How are y'all doing today? Better than we deserve. What's up in your world? Uh, I'm calling because me and my wife have a question for y'all. I'm 20. She's 21. We both work full-time. We've been wanting to have kids for a while now. It's something we're super excited to we're super excited to be parents. How old are you? Uh, I'm 20 and she's 21. Okay. But I've been having some concerns about it because I realize that having two full time incomes right now is pretty sweet and it makes paying the bills a lot easier. Uh, once we have a kid, if she we agreed she'd be a stay at home mom, and it is something we could definitely afford, no problem. But I'm concerned because it would slow down some of our financial goals that we want to do great uh, trade make the trade make the trade best thing on the planet is babies okay so we've just been worried because i know it's kind of weird for people this young to be excited about having kids yeah uh i don't know who you're running around with but (laughs) uh, i mean i mean your life is going to look different and that's okay i mean she's going to be at home you're going to go down income you've done the math you've looked at it I think that maybe more so than the numbers, I think you're getting your head around how your life in general is going to look and how things do if your slow wife down. Had, if your wife had a baby and she's 21 or 22 years old, she's going to be the youngest room mother over at the elementary school, the coolest <laughs> youngest room mother ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And the others will be a decade older than her. <laughs> That'd be awesome. You know? So, yeah, have at it. I mean, you do whatever you want to do, dude, but I'm just telling you, uh, if you're going to trade money for something, the best thing you trade money for is babies. Mm-hmm. It is okay, a trade. So maybe just it been, is a trade. I've been overanalyzing it, I guess, now. No, you're not overanalyzing uh, it. You're just analyzing mm-hmm. it. But I'm just telling you, right. it's it's a value-based judgment is what it is. On one side of the scales, baby. Other side of the scale, some money. Yeah. Which one tips one the scales? Of, baby. And also, I mean, I mean, we have a bunch of positives that come out of it from it too uh, like my wife she's going to college right now and she'd be able to you know do more college work and get her degree faster so she could boost her income once she does come back to work mm. yeah yeah what do you make uh so 
so I'm active duty Air Force, uh, so my pay is a little weird. After my housing allowance and my food and all that good stuff is taken out my retirement, I make 1500 a paycheck. Yeah, but the, all that other stuff's worth another couple thousand, right? I, I think if you include all that, it comes out to like 60K, something yeah. like that. That's good. Thanks for your service. Mm-hmm. Well, Thank you for saying that. You know, it's up to you. you there's no heart there. You did nothing wrong if you said we want to stack cash yeah. high before babies, but you did nothing wrong if you said we want to start our family while we're young, mm-hmm. er, and uh, we're going to stack cash a little more slowly because babies are here. There is nothing wrong with either one of those answers. Nothing improper. It is a value-based decision. Absolutely. And um, I just as we look back, the best things we ever did were babies. The next, or, or actually, the best thing was if I'd have known how great grandkids were going to be, I'd have been nicer to their parents. But um, <laughs> yeah, they, that's uh, grandbabies are the best because if one of them's broken, you just hand it back. <laughs> this one's apparently broken. It smells. You you need to take this. One, you know. So uh, yeah, I, I don't know what to do with that. I, that's a that looks like looks like Rachel needs to fix that. So that's a good discussion because it it is very based on your values. It's based on what you want to do as a couple. Because Sam and I. We had so much debt. It was like we couldn't fathom starting a family in that place. So we were yeah, like, "Yeah, you waited till you, you, you got out for your kids." Didn't we you? were married ten years before we had kids. Okay, yeah, but, paid off all our debt first. But that's not to say that somebody else would ever have to think to do that. You know what I'm saying? It's the, really he's not in debt. He's just saying yeah. I'm gonna take less wealth. Yeah, exactly. I'm gonna have less income. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a little different than. A little different. Well, it weighs heavier on you, I think. The debt does. Yes, yeah. absolutely. I mean, I'm going to get wealthy slower is different than I'm overwhelmed with debt. Right. Yeah. Not, to, But I mean, you could be a couple and you're in whatever amount of debt and you could still choose to have kids. Yeah. Yeah. You could. But, you could. Yeah. Good. Good. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, that's my point. There's not a wrong not a choice. Wrong it's like never have children. Always have. Ch- no, it's, <laughs> that, neither one. Neither one. Right. But uh, it's just. My personal experience is um, that the, the best thing I've ever done. I've done a lot of fun stuff in mm-hmm. my life, done a lot of stuff of note, but uh, the three Ramsey kids are the best things I've ever done. I feel that. So I second that sentiment. There we go. All right. Lee is in Lubbock, Texas. What's up, Lee? Hey, you doing well. How are you? Better than I deserve. How can we help? Okay, so my wife and I, we are we're getting ready to pay our house off in the next couple months. Um, I make base salary 60,000. She makes 50. Um, but then at the end of every year, my bonus will be anywhere from a hundred to 130,000. And so what we're wanting to try to figure out how to do is now that we're getting ready to pay our house off, um, we want to start trying to max out our 401ks and Roth IRAs. But once we, if we were to completely max our 401ks and our IRAs out, um, that would leave it a very slim margin to live off of before the bonus comes in. And I'm just kind of wondering your advice. Do it out of the bonus. Yeah, can you lump sum it out at the end of the year? No, 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 no. The 401k is a payroll withheld, and you don't own the company, right? Exactly, yep. And so I can't, my bonus pay can't, go towards the 401k i guess and no i can but it would just be late in the year before it got there you can have the same percentage of your bonus going in the 401k if you do the rest and add it up to where you get to the 19,000 or 28,000 or whatever it is right now oh yeah your bonus you can have for bonus go to 401k it just has to be payroll withheld 
Okay. So I did not realize that. I talked to our payroll lady, and she um, made it sound like I couldn't do that. So, well, because okay. she doesn't know how to do it, but that doesn't mean it can't be done. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, it definitely can be done because we do it here, so I know it can be done. Mm-hmm. You know, we have folks that okay. that you know they, uh, and what I do here in Ramsey, which is what I was leaning towards, but you can't do that, is um, I just load my four hundred one k out of my first couple checks at in January every year, and then I got then I'm done for the year. I max it out. Yeah. What if What if you did that? So when do you get the bonus? Well, he can't because he can't control that like I can. Like how it's dispersed out? I, I own it, so I can make that happen. He has to just take a percentage of his income putting into 401k. It's the only way they'll do it. And uh-huh. so it's the only way they're allowed to do it. But I, I'm, I'm not doing anything illegal, but I'm saying because I own it, I can choose to fully fund mine early and quickly. Um, and I've got the flexibility of, you know, the accounting people like work for me and stuff. So. <laughs> That's you know that 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 changes the whole equation versus the payroll lady that doesn't even know how to do the deal. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think you're probably gonna have to just figure out. You got you're making two hundred and you want to put uh, whatever your max is in and figure that out as a percentage of two hundred and then just make that the percentage of your check. Okay. All the way through, and and then of course we're making sure you got twenty two fives your max. So if you made two and a quarter, you put two percent ten percent in. You follow me? Yes, I do. Yep. Yeah, but okay. you're going to have to also make sure payroll lady gets this figured out because it'll screw it up if she screws it up. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I will have to have a conversation with her. Okay. Yeah. yeah but you, you can do that. It, it just, you know, you may have to do a little bit of uh, uh, research and bring her the actual documentation and showing her that not only can she do it, she actually has to do it if you ask her to. <laughs> there you okay. go. Even better. Yeah. <laughs> that's, so, that's the best play on it. Yeah. And then you can do that. Now, if you. If it's Roth IRAs, you can just load you can load those on January first for the whole year, mm-hmm. um, and and you can load them on January first for the year before as that's well. That's right. Yep, that's right. You can load the year before because as long as you file, as long as before you put April. the money in prior to filing the taxes for the year before, you can do that, and you can also go ahead and do the next year while you're at it mm-hmm. and just knock it all out and just max the thing up. That's what we do. Again, mm-hmm. we just. January is just a big savings month for the Ramses, mm-hmm. and that's cool. Good job, Jade. Well done. Well done, Booth boys. The men in the booth. The Booth dudes. Well played. <laughs> we'll be back with you before you know it. In the meantime, remember, there's ultimately only one way to financial peace, and that's to walk daily with the Prince of Peace, Christ Jesus. Hey, what's up, guys? It's Jade. Look, if you like what you heard in this episode and want to know more about getting started on the Ramsey Baby Steps, go to RamseySolutions.com and click the Get Started button. We'll help you figure out the best next step for you based on your specific situation. That's RamseySolutions.com and click Get Started.